0: everybody good morning good morning you see i got eric was the first one in here eric says go bugs pulling up to memorial stadium to watch the ohio state make Blooming- Bloomington a satellite campus love to see it oh h we in here ron how's it going
1: Good, good, good. How are you feeling after last
0: night? You had quite <laughs> the show here on the channel. Ah, that's why I was laughing because I read the first part of the show notes. I had skipped over that. I was just geeked. Nah, man, I'm good. I hope you had a good time last night. I certainly did. I did not expect the, the flurry of super chats like it happened. Who but was
1: sending all the super chats last night?
0: Isaac, don't play me. I might have
1: <laughs> some other
0: names last night. But Isaac, I appreciate you, man. Dev pulling up. It was a good time. No, I'm not hungover. I'm got I only hang up, I only get hungover if I black out. If I don't black out, I'm good to go. I'm done. We, hey, let's do it again tonight. What, what mean, we another 15 tonight? minutes you might have blacked out. Nah, but I, I did pick a good drink to take shots of. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it could have been it could have been worse. And unfortunately, my other drink had Bacardi, so that was not a safe safe haven in it. But um yeah, no, last night was fun. Um definitely appreciate Chris Drew pulling up got through, got those predictions for the season. And the whole point was, man, just have a good time, have a nice season kickoff. Ron helped us prep to, um, and all that. So shout out to him and appreciate him coming through. Last night was a lot of fun. I hope you all had a good time. And it's time for the season now. That was the season kickoff show. The season started. We had football last night. So everything is well. Ron, got anything before we get rolling? No, I'm just glad that you were able to make it. Uh, you got a <laughs>
1: Severe case of the giggles before we started the show. I had to pause for about ten seconds to let Q compose himself. So I know he's a little bit hungover because I know that I know that when you wake up a little bit drunk the next day and you're still laughing because you know you're still a little buzzed and it's like hmm, I should be sober by this point. And I feel like Q got a little bit of that in him. So I think we have a good show in store for us today. But we had college football last night, Q. We I did. know you were pretty drunk after the show. Did you were you oh able to watch College football last night, or was the, or Was the room spinning?
0: Don't let Ron cap for y'all. We talked for like two hours, and after- he
1: was silly drunk, bro. In the okay. in the, we had a post game production meeting last night, and I'm texting the locker boy group chat like, y'all should see this boy Q in this in this post production meeting right now? That boy is smacked. <laughs> he was coming back down to earth by the end of the meeting, but you had a nice buzz coming out of that
0: show, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Well, I did have a nice buzz. I hit that midway point where I was like, "I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's, it's a good time." So, but yeah, I did get to watch Florida, Utah. By the time I turned on, we finished. Um, Florida was clearly taking control. I think mean, they just scored their second time. Who? So. Who was? I mean, Utah. My dad, Utah was okay. in control. Utah was in control, man. Yeah, Florida. No, Florida got obliterated. It was not even. It was not even competitive. Graham Mertz is who we thought he was. Um, missing easy passes. They were. It was, it was bad, man. It, it was, a, like, I thought it was going to be a little more competitive. I understand last time, like it was in the swamp and of course they get that, but without the swamp, <laughs> it, got, it got rough really quickly. Yeah, man. Did you see the
1: player that uh, tweeted out little ass stadium during warmups?
0: And now not, it's all over man. the timeline right now. Yeah, he, he will never forget that tweet. Most more than certainly. Yeah, man. Uh, We saw
1: some Ohio State transfers out there for Florida. We saw others not play. I'm like, I think y'all are playing the wrong Ohio State transfer. We've seen the artist formerly known as number three. I don't like to disparage former Buckeyes too much, but when they go to other schools and look like mid, like they did at Ohio State, it (laughs) needs to be called out. And he did not look great. And then the other quarterback, fuck, that I think should, or the other former Buckeye that should have been playing, I mean, could he have looked any worse than Graham Mertz? I tweeted out last night. I'm like, they keep saying Wisconsin transfer, and I'm like sitting around like Billy Napier was like, you know what? I had this quarterback transfer from Wisconsin, and I got one from Ohio State. I'm gonna play the one from Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. nigga no, it looked good till he threw that pick to fucking Ryan Watts, and then it was a complete meltdown from there. But still, it couldn't have been much worse than the bullshit that we saw out there. And then, like, I, look, and I don't even want to get on Florida fans too much because everybody's like, where's all the Florida fans? Florida fans were talking crazy. I'm like, really? I don't think Florida fans were talking that crazy this offseason. They did tell some lies. Like, bro, they, they told me big lies about Trevor Etienne. I thought he was going to go crazy last night look regular to me like i i didn't see nothing great i i, I don't know man i didn't see anything oppressive from that game maybe they should invite utah to the sec and that's like <laughs> that was like my other fucking takeaway like you hear these uh sec fans like where were the arkansas fans with no championships in the last 70 years screaming about how tough their schedule is and how the the gauntlet that the sec is they just like to do a fucking pack four school uh with their backup quarterback with walk-ons playing and, you know, they're missing best defensive lineman, their top tight end. Like, I mean, it wasn't like, it was just like, yo, this pack Four school came in and packed like packed you up. You lost to a depleted pack Four school. So like, I don't know if Florida should look at conference realignment. I don't know if fucking (laughs) SEC fans need to look themselves in the mirror and like tell themselves that they lied. But like,
0: I hear SEC, SEC, man. Fucking put Florida on our schedule, bro.
1: Cupcake.
0: Yeah, put them put them in there every year. I mean, that, that was pretty bad. And, too, like I think either you or Chris Aspie last night was name a player on Utah besides Cam Rising. I was like, I don't know. I have no idea. But whoever they were, <laughs> they came to play. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you that much. So, yeah, not, not, a, not quite a great game. I watched game.
1: the game last night, and I still don't know. if I still couldn't name a fucking player
0: yeah I, I i couldn't but they, they were going off that's all i know so um moving on to the nebraska minnesota game big ten i did not watch this one so i cannot weigh in but uh um, hey
1: chris drew fucking if you want the link shoot me a text because you got sins to answer for everybody tune into menace and see chris drew try to spin that just sins fucking comparison, bro. I was in the group chat talking about, bro, you know when you're at a tailgate at a, at a game and er, and someone has a football there and it little breaks, breaks out into a little four-on-four match and people are playing a game of seven-on-seven in the parking lot and you see some Forty-five year old man throw the most disgusting interception of your life. That's what Jeff Sims looked like last night. Like uh, this man was literally just throwing him directly to the other team. That last interception was fucking despicable. Like I, I it was one of the most, one of the worst interceptions that I ever seen. And he sold like, bro, there's fifty seconds left. Like you can get sacked. It was like, why did you throw it to the other team? Like you really sold it was tied. Like I don't know. It was one of like the like. If, if I'm Ronnie 2K, bro, I'm taking bro's awareness down to a 32 on the new NCAA because that shit was fucking terrible. I don't know what the fuck that was. And, yeah, man, B- Big Ten football is back. I was super excited to see the screenshots like a, um, a 3 nothing score at halftime. And I'm like, oh, fall is here. Like Big Ten football, <laughs> oh, yeah. no one's score and just a stalemate of – not being athletic and i love it so (laughs) all they were
0: missing was a blizzard
1: (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying bro it's a little early for that don't wish that negativity on me mr arizona but i think i think overall (laughs) it was a nice return to football despite you know chris chris drew's boy selling yeah,
0: man, well, Chris will have to answer for that on his show. But um, certainly happy to have football back in general, man. We waited so long, the season's kicked off. So super excited and ready to get rolling, man. We got one more day till we play. We got the battle, <clears throat> excuse me, the battle of the Miamis tonight. What's, what's your prediction on the, the battle, battle for the real Miami? Uh, the
1: prediction is these niggas better win because I will be on their head top for the rest <laughs> of their life, bro. I will have a joke, a video, and a meme ready every day for the fucking rest of my life if Miami of Ohio beats the Hurricanes today. Bro, like, I do. mean, I'm absolutely watching that sh- I'm watching that game tonight for
0: sure. If they do, we gotta get Gmo on the on the Saturday morning show.
1: <laughs> bro, we're gonna have to put out an amber alert to find him, bro, because you know you're gonna missing if they lose.
0: Oh man. Oh, I yeah, mean my-
1: G Gmo's an Ohio native though, so you know what I mean, he might be pulling for the other Miami
0: secretly. You yeah, can never keep up with who his team actually is. Oh man, no, most definitely I'm fine with Cades unfiltered, but we definitely gotta watch that game. should Should at least be interesting. I, I feel like Miami can blow one, so should be interesting to say the least at the start. Um, yeah, man. So got 35 people in here. Make sure y'all like the video. Appreciate y'all pulling up one game, one day until Ohio State plays. Cannot wait. So we're gonna jump into expectations for the game. But before we do that, I'll let y'all know again: morning shows tomorrow, 10 a.m. Ron will be on Bleach Report following the, following the game, giving his immediate thoughts. So make sure you tune into that. Get the Bleach Report app if you have not. And Sunday, Buckeye BS. So got all those things. We're rolling for the week. We're chasing 5K, man. 5K by the end of Sunday. That's our goal. I whole. want to talk crazy to people. Get us the 5K so we can really start talking crazy. <laughs> oh, facts. I appreciate y'all again. So, Ron, expectations for the game, I will ask you. Start with quarterback rotation and chat. Let me know what are your expectations for quarterback rotation in the first game.
1: Uh, Ryan Day said meaningful minutes for both of them, so uh, I'm hoping it's not every other drive, but it's something close to that. Like, I want a comparable sample for both of them while they're competing out there, so uh, I'm hoping maybe two drives each or three drives each and then go back. Like my, my, my most ideal way would be let it play out as a competition during the game. Three drives for Kyle, three drives for Devin, and then go back and forth until you have a better person. Let the pressure sit on them. I know everybody goes, Oh, it's not ideal. It's not fair to the starter. I like the adversity, make it unfair, make them uncomfortable, see how they respond. And, uh, See if we can get an answer to this quarterback battle by the end of this game. But I'm really excited to see how these guys answer the test of adversity. You know what I mean? This is a conference game on the road. First time, well, I mean, Kyle has a start, but fuck, it was two years ago. Um, So I, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I hope it's a pretty even rotation,
0: and I'm excited to see how they uh, compare against uh, a different team. Yeah. Now Sue was asking what's the line on the Miami game so I wanted to check that real quick. Let me see if I can find it. Actually get the line. You go this. ahead and I'll find it. Okay. Uh my expectations for quarterback rotation. Um I'm I agree with you, Ron. We're going to do this uh flippity floppity quarterback situation. I would say give them, you know, 3 to 4 drives and, and and let it roll from there. Obviously you get a couple drives in the rug, you keep your rhythm, things like that and I think you'll Get the best you can possibly have with this, you know, rotational quarterback situation. So I tend to agree. I think there. I mean, yeah, the pressure is on. I don't like guys looking over their shoulders, but it is what it is at this point. So um, yeah, let's let's see what they're made of. Let's see what. I mean, do you think looking over your shoulders much more
1: pressure than you know what's going to be asked of them to win a national championship? Do you not think like that? Like,
0: might be necessary. You no. Know? Um, it's a little bit. Like, I look, I feel like the looking over your shoulder pressure and the actual game pressure is a little bit different. And I say this like, when it comes to winning time, you're just really worried about making plays. And then you're not really worried about making big time mistakes. You just want to go out there, and play loose, and make plays. And even if you make a mistake, you're like, that's okay. I'll get it back. With looking over your shoulder, it's like, Shh, I, I, I threw we'll a pick. You know, I haven't started the game out well what's his name, whoever I'm competing with is, is, is playing well. Like it's a little bit of a different type of pressure role in my opinion, as I would feel. So I, I, I would, I wouldn't really compare it. I mean, yeah, the pressure will be more insurmountable when you're trying to win championship You'll you know, you'll feel more pressure in that game, but I just feel like it, it brings out two different sides. So that, that is why I say, I don't want the looking over your shoulder pressure because I don't feel like all pressure is the same, but um yeah, um. Like I said, that's how that's how they'll roll. Hopefully, some guy will come out, and that'll be the adversity he needs to really turn it on and create some separation. Because obviously, separation hasn't been good enough to this point. So, yeah, um, I'm with you. That's Do you how think I someone will
1: separate. Like, how frustrated she will you be if you get out there and you're like,
0: I don't know. <laughs> like, my thing is, and we talked about we talked about how these first three games, like, we're not really playing tough competition. That is, that is my fear. My fear is that both guys continuously look good to three, do these three games because no defense should be better than the Ohio State defense in these first three games. Like, the defense you play all through camp that was flying bullets at you should be a lot better than the defenses we play. So if both guys generally look good or not that inseparable, I'm going to be like, well, the, the competition isn't great. Like, you don't have to do something crazy, you know, to, to beat Indiana. You know, you got to do is Marv going to get open. Just give him the ball. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not going to be hard to differentiate. And then we got Notre Dame where, yeah, Bulls are going to be flying for real. But that's, you know, your first time going to get to real defense. And then that's where we would probably see some separation. But I don't. the battle's not going to go through then. So that is, that is my worry a little bit that it's just, it's not great competition early on. Yeah, um,
1: it's definitely not great competition, but I mean, it is an increase in in risk they're going to be um they're going to be getting hit so
0: yeah
1: it's a lot different than having that black jersey on especially um they're not going to be friendly they're going to be trying to fucking
0: hit you hard <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean this is the situation we're in ryan days calling the shot so I'll roll with it hopefully that'll add some element and, and a guy separate because somebody needs to and obviously the pressure's on them so hey you want the job go take it so that's that's where we stand at this point with the qb rotation because they won't call me and ask me by opinion so that's <laughs> that's the situation at. but yeah man so let's roll on um talked about running backs last show Want to know how much do you think Trey will play tomorrow? Um, I think that's something super interesting to watch.
1: Like, I don't—is this going to be like a Travion versus Tulsa game where uh, Travion almost runs for three hundred yards? Like, I'm interested to see how they treat Trey this season. Is he a guy that they're going to let chase stats and be the? RB1, like your traditional, and not rotate as much as they have in the past, and really let Trey be that feature back? Or are they going to use a healthy mix and just try to have a super balanced running, rushing attack? So I honestly don't know. And that's something that I'm super excited to keep an eye on. Like, is Trey going to be running up stats, chasing records this year? Or is it going to be a super balanced running back attack where we really showcase
0: how deep this room truly is? <clears throat> yeah I tend to agree with you um I think Trey and uh, Wayne said it in the in the chat I think Trey at least play a half um I think they will let him ride and and really be this RB1 in this room um my question to you I had a um second though I'm like who's going to establish themselves as RB2 do you think somebody else is going to pop in this game besides Trey um I don't know about pop
1: in this game I think possibly and if it is I think it'll be someone in the running back 3 through 5 range whether it be chip or Dallin. um, I don't think anyone's jumping mine. I think they know what they're getting from mine and they like that. And he's going to stay in that number two role because I feel like the one thing everybody goes, well, if you put other than running hard, if you put all of mine's skill sets against every other back in the room, there's someone that does one of those things better. But I think the one thing that mine really provides is that tough running like, mine gets hit in the backfield. He's at least getting back to the line of scrimmage. Like he's one of those fight for three yard type of backs where sometimes you'll see Trey get dancy or try to bounce things outside and either get caught in the backfield or run right back into the line of scrimmage. So I think one thing about mine is he's going to keep us on schedule. And I think they really value that and having him as that safety net at two. I don't really think anyone's passing him just because they're so comfortable with his
0: ability oh. to keep them on schedule. Yeah, and uh Ron, I've asked you, um, this is breaking news that so somebody threw it in the chat. It's no longer the pack four, it is now the pack two as the ACC officially invites Stanford Cal and SMU to expand the conference. So, how tough is the pack two now? So what do we got? Utah and who else? Oregon, no, Utah's gone. They're to the big twelve. It's uh Oregon State and I'm missing one. Oregon State and who Who's who's left? It's Oregon State, because they are probably going power. I don't power. even know who's left, bro. They're gonna, <laughs> who's
1: shout left? out to them, and that those going to be a huge get for the fucking Mountain West. So, shout <laughs> out to the Mountain West Conference on acquiring the pac Pack Two. I think they're going to do big
0: things, <laughs> but we'll see what happens there. Oh man, but yeah, um, I had the running backs. No, you you make an excellent point. I also like Mayan's vision as well. I think he has, I think he's really good vision, really good cutback ability as well so he is a good back overall um my prediction early a couple weeks ago is Evan Pryor if healthy I think that dude has the potential to possibly jump him but I don't know it doesn't sound like he's ready yet is what because he said Evan might play so it sounds more of a health thing than how well he's been playing at practice so um I would say I think if somebody has a chance to pop other than Trey I think it will be Dallin I think I'll ride with Dallin I think he's going to get a bulk of the carries in the second half I think we'll have a chance to pop. He'll be like, dang, we like, we gotta get this guy, you know, some more carry. So that would be my prediction. But well, we got forty five people in here. Make sure y'all like the video. Hey, if you if you got your heart for the pack two, don't like the video. Man, smash no, God, If you think the Buckeyes are gonna win tomorrow,
1: like that video. Like, if you're a fan of the pack get... two, don't like the video.
0: Because <laughs> no I'm one cares. To get Everybody out here like not in action. <laughs> oh man. So another question. Wide receivers. Obviously, no got Marv, Mecca, all the dudes, but freshman receivers. Will any freshman receivers catch a touchdown tomorrow? If your
1: sports book has player touchdown props for college football, go bet Carnell Tate for a touchdown on Saturday. Like I think that's the easiest money that you could win this Saturday. Carnell Tate will find a way into the end zone on Saturday.
0: Yeah, and it's Washington State. That's who's left. Oregon State, Washington State. So they found it. Appreciate Charles and Sue. Um, yeah, I'm thinking that. I prefer, for some odd reason, I think Noah Rogers is going to get a touchdown tomorrow. He's just he a just, just walking playmaker, man. He honestly reminds me of like myself. Just makes plays, flying around a room, tough catches things. <laughs> Anyway, let me elaborate more. But, no, I think Noah Rodgers is going to have a touchdown tomorrow. Definitely think he's uh, going to find a way into the end zone. And, honestly, can we get, you know, a mecca out in the first half at punt return and throw Noah Rodgers back there or somebody else? Can we see somebody else at punt return as well? So- I had to
1: leave the stream while you were talking stupid. <laughs>
0: But it's no, like, I think no oh, we're of- doing this <laughs> yeah, it's Friday. We're lying. We're doing this. Um, yeah, I think I think that's another one to watch out for as far as having a touchdown. I can just feel it. Yeah, that's that's excellent analysis. I could feel it. <laughs> and uh, let me let me ask. I don't think we have this in the notes. Our guy easy asks, Are we cool with a Mecca returning punts? So that's not Ron. Are you cool with it? You were the Parker Fleming guy. What do you think? I I don't love it,
1: but it could be worse. So I'm going to, I'm going to let it go. I don't love XJ returning kicks. And, and I, and I say that, and I think XJ could still crib something and return a touchdown from a kickoff this year, but I still don't think he's the best choice, even if he does it. So it went, don't, Go ahead and clip this up when he runs back a kick and be like, Ron said he shouldn't be returning kicks. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I don't think he's the best choice. So if he does score a touchdown, I'm going to say four other guys could have done it, too.
0: Yeah, I, I was Ballard for kicks, and I was probably either Lorenzo Stiles for punt or Noah Rogers, one of those who was probably where I would go for punt return. I don't I just don't think it's worth risking a health on, on punt return. I understand. You gotta put increase. dynamic play because you know he's gonna be back there fair catching shit mostly. I mean, yeah, it's just like I mean, when you have like if Dev was the only guy, it's like, all right, we need a dynamic punt returner, but it's not <laughs> so many choices of guys that can co-return punts and be good or solid and have a chance to pop one. So yeah, I'm just not I'm just not with it. So Moving on, we have defense, but first let me check the chat, make sure I think they had some questions in there. Oh, somebody said – oh, J said, Cade will have a good game. Cade uh, hey, Stover, two TDs tomorrow. Book it now. Um, who said that?
1: <laughs> who said that?
0: <laughs> so I can put them in timeout.
1: What's I will not
0: mention who said it. Um, oh, what my, God. Go God, cool. my God. That's yeah. my God. Who? jeez. We'll we'll say a score prediction for the end, but we have we do have it marked. I know you did ask that. Um let me see. Anything else we got in here? And yes, I am I've been on a Noah Rodgers train since I seen his high school highlights. I was like, wow, this is the dude out the wide receiver class was even together. I'm like, that's the dude we gotta get. We gotta have. And I was before Ennis and uh Tate jumped into class. So yeah, I'm big on the Noah Roders train. All right. So let's talk defense. Who will finish? And also put your score predictions in the chat. Who will finish with the most sacks tomorrow? Kenyatta Jackson. Ooh, Hot take.
1: Hot take. I think I think uh, Jack and JTT get a lot of pressure. I think uh, Kenyatta and Cade are going to get a lot of snaps. Um, I'm hoping that they put this game away early. Like, I swear if, like... I have to get in a space at halftime, and they're like, these niggas don't got a quarterback. I'm gonna be pissed. Like <laughs> we have been trailing at halftime uh every road in the last four road games to start the season. So if that trend continues, tomorrow's gonna be a fucking long day. Ooh, and look at Sue with the greatest comment in the chat. Tommy E. With the most sacks tomorrow, I would love it. That would be a great start to the Heisman campaign. So that's someone that I'm gonna keep an eye out for.
0: I was actually gonna surprise you and Sue stole my thunder. I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> say Tommy <Achenberg> <laughs> See, people are
1: trying guy. to get behind it. Like uh, everybody knows how great it would be to bring a Heisman to Columbus. It's been a minute, and I think Tommy E's the guy to do it for us. But it, I, you know part of the Heisman is the storyline. So we have to build this hype together to make it a reality. This is exactly why I should we call, call ourselves needle me. movers. That's what we're
0: doing. To save Moving the needle of the Heisman conversation. I apologize, y'all. I should have just moved on and not to save us from this dialogue. But um Tommy coming downhill, I think he'll get a couple sacks tomorrow early on and I don't think anybody's gonna have more than two. So over I, I under I would-
1: eight for loss tomorrow for Tommy
0: under, <laughs> Under. <laughs> good lord, I mean, he doing all that, then damn, give him the Heisman for real, for real. Um, yeah, so I'll go, Tommy. I think he's gonna get a couple early. I think, I think a few guys will finish with one sack. I don't think anybody's going over two, and then you know, they, they sometimes give half sacks. So I think Tommy will finish with two, and that's where I would go. Um, for most sacks, moving on, most interceptions tomorrow. Now, I'm preference this, I'll be happy. <laughs> If a cornerback gets any that's for sure but ron who finishes with the most interceptions tomorrow
1: i'm gonna go with a crazy off the fucking board that's totally out of character answer here hear all me right, out listen. cam martinez has an interception tomorrow
0: okay all right cam martinez trade
1: yeah, and like I, I don't even expect him to play much. I feel like he's going to do something crazy to piss everyone off at the end of the game and <laughs> out, out there and look like fucking <laughs> Darrell Revis in the fourth quarter. So I think – in if, I don't know if our starters get one, but I definitely feel like our backups, like once our full second string defense is in there, I think they get a pick.
0: Yeah, I think the second string will play a lot. And do you know who I think will get a pick tomorrow? Oh my
1: god, my guess would be Jordan Hancock if this nigga's going in the first round like you say no, so. it's not <laughs> I, I, no, I never
0: said first round. Not holding me to that. I think Josh Proctor gets interception tomorrow. I would be happy for him. Like I
1: I, I thought that there were gonna be big things for Proctor in that 2021 season and he broke his leg. Like honestly. The the one good thing about this free safety battle is like as much as I'm a huge Malik Hartford guy and that's who I want to see out there playing, I will be happy for anyone that wins that job. I think Proctor is capable. I think Jahad Carter is capable. I think Malik Hartford is capable. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch them battle it out. Um, but yeah, I hope all of them do well. And if I saw Josh Proctor... Uh, interception tomorrow. That would be a hype way to start the season for someone that has stuck it out all of these years for his opportunity here at Ohio
0: State. I I got another bold one for you. I think we get an interception from a player who is not in the secondary. Tommy Eichenberg not counting Sonny Styles. So I think either it will be Sonny Styles coming down in the box or it's gonna be a linebacker or defensive lineman who gets interception tomorrow. I'll go one. Tip pass, something like that. I think one Two of, one sacks, goes. five TFLs, oh, okay. and two interceptions for Tommy. And one punt return for a touchdown. <laughs> I swear if he does not if he does anything remotely close to that, I will buy a Tommy Ackerbird jersey this weekend and wear it all next week. <laughs> <laughs> Anything it's going to be the new placed. official
1: uniform of BDMG. We're all just going to wear Tommy <laughs> Eichenberg jerseys to really get
0: the Heisman campaign going. Uh, hey, Wayne, is that is that JTT for interception? Is that is that what you're saying? I'd be a bowl man. I think so. I think a non-secondary player outside of Sonny Styles will get a pick. Oh, man. So that's my bowl take for tomorrow. Okay. So. Let's get this
1: video to 35 likes for Tommy Eichenberg. Let's run these likes up. There's 50 people in here.
0: (laughs) It's the first official start of the Heisman campaign. 35 likes on this video. All right, you heard it from Wayne first. Play the props. JTT would have picked tomorrow. I'm sure it's got to be plus six, seven hundred. parlay that
1: that with Carnell Tay touchdown. Oh,
0: hey! I live in one of those states
1: where you can't bet on college football props. You can just bet on the game. So. (laughs) <laughs> anyone that has college football props in their state
0: go ahead and throw that throw that throw five dollars on that one for me <laughs> all right all right chat this is my next question for you ron will you be able to judge Jim Knowles' play calling off the game tomorrow say, i okay, mean if
1: news is breaking know. long runs <laughs> 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 like bro what's the over under explosive plays before you're ready to get on coach and start firing motherfuckers like I, if I see more than two explosive plays, I feel like uh, we still have an issue. I would love to see a nice, sound game called by Jim Knowles, where we're not giving up explosive plays. Like if we're forcing field goals or like dragging out long drives, I just don't want to see the big play, and that's basically going to be my basis for the judgment of Jim Knowles. Can can you prevent the big
0: play against mm. Indiana? I think it's going to be a little complicated. Like, I would have I would have been with you. I would have put it at two and a half explosive plays because a couple is going to happen regardless. It's a game, and the backups come in and all that. And I wouldn't mind if, like, backups come in and those guys make a mistake because I just want to see them get playing time. I think with the starting defense, I would like to see it pretty locked down. Indiana doesn't have any weapons. They really we, we did their team preview and was like, hell, there is no team. So it it was pretty rough over there. So from that starting defense, from your starting rotation, I would love to see under one one or under explosive plays. Maybe one one mistake goes, but outside of that, and then when the backups get in, it is what it is. So um, I I would do that. I would go with that, and I don't think we'll be able. Honestly, I don't think we'll be able to judge Jim Knowles until we get into probably Penn State, Michigan. I think even Notre Dame, Sam Hartman, but they don't have really good outside weapons. They don't have really good team speed on the outside, so I don't think they're going to threaten us. Um, watch watch them. it. You're gonna
1: fire. Up, you're gonna have Notre Dame fans just popping off in the Bro. chat here if you talk about their
0: team speed as if we didn't watch that Navy game. <laughs> They're already on my Twitter, so it can't really be much worse. <laughs> I just I'll share them with y'all and get them in here so they can annoy y'all like they do me. But um, but yeah, so that's where I would go. I don't think I don't think this defense really gets challenged. And that's unfortunate because it's like last season we got the best defense in the country. No, we don't. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully later we do find out that this top ten defense is really a top ten. What defense. they
1: meant to say it was best defender in the country. They were talking about Tommy. No, you, know, you couldn't worked. do it well last
0: year. I thought that dude. I walked into that Michigan game like, man, we about to shut them down, and for the most part, they did. But they gave him some explosive plays, and it did not look good at the end. So, so over under two and a half, bro. <sighs> Even with the backups, um. I'm going to say over oh, but I, late in the game. I'm going to have still. to bubble wrap my TV if you think we're giving up more than two and a half this, explosive this is my plays, thing. bro. When the starters are in, I think we'll give up like one. Somebody will make a mistake, something that always happens. Once the backups come in, we might give out like one or two. So, I mean, late backups in the game. Which we're we're our backups 80. should be starting at Indiana. I mean, they're gonna make mistakes. It's just it always happens. So I would say probably like three. So I would go the over, but I, I don't think the last two will matter or we will care because we'll be up by forty. Interesting. I'm gonna see how that
1: factors into your score prediction here when we get to it. Okay. Um so player you're most excited to see. Uh it's been a long, long wait for football. We're finally gonna get to watch the Buckeyes. Who are you excited
0: to see out there? Um I'm going to cheat this question because I have probably multiple. I'm going to ask the chat, though. Chat, give me the two players you're most excited to see. Give me the two. I'm going to go off
1: the board for this one. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but since you said two, I'm going to go something super unique. Tom McCord and Devin Brown, really excited to see how those guys
0: (laughs) 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 Outside of quarterback, good lord! Not all other purposes. Outside of quarterback, we we get that. Um, two players of the Ohio current.
1: guys. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off. I'm done cutting you off. All
0: right. I'm a wait go. one more time. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> give me, um, I have to say, CJ Hicks, man. We have not seen him play a single snap at Ohio State, and if he had played some last season, I would have changed my answer, but. I want to see if C.J. Hicks can actually play football because they've been hiding him for two years. So C.J. Hicks is one. Definitely want to see him on the field early. Um, not going to go Sonny Styles because we, we got to see him. We know he can ball. Um, second, I'm – G. Scott. Give me G. Scott. I'm excited to see G. Scott actually get a role in this defense. It was between G. Scott and Joe Royer, so you can combine them as one. But these two tight ends – I am very excited to see if we get a different a different look at tight end. So I want to see G. Scott go out there. I want to see him actually have a chance to make plays and see what he can do, man. He's, he's been hiding for a couple years and a little bit last season, so this is his time. So He
1: definitely made an appearance last year.
0: <laughs> he, he, he did, let's not do what we did last year, just headbutt people for sport. So those are my two.
1: Uh, my two are going to be... I think uh, Travion Henderson, I'm so excited to see what a healthy Trey looks like. Do we see the quote-unquote vision issues, or was it really all injury last year? So is he able to hit that hole? Is he able to uh, make those explosive plays that we saw as a freshman? So I'm super excited to see a healthy Travion Henderson. And then on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, not going to be super predictable and say Tommy Eichenberg. But I am going to be pretty predictable. Malik Hartford, let's be the fuck for real. Like they said, this kid put on 20 pounds during the offseason. They talk about his football IQ, his ability to fly around out there, his understanding of the defense. I want to see if the hype is real. Zach Bourne was saying it's the best freshman uh, defensive back he's ever seen at Ohio State. Um, I was going to go super Homer Ohio and say, I want to see Jermaine Matthews and Malik Hartford, but <laughs> I decided to say put Trey in there, but like I am really on this bandwagon of the state of Ohio is going to bring BIA back. And I think there's so many talented kids in the pipeline on the roster in the, in the two deep from the state of Ohio in that secondary that are going to fucking ball out. So I'm hoping that comes to fruition this year and we actually get to see these kids from Ohio bring back that BIA
0: standard. Yeah, and the chat weighed in a lot here. Goj says, Kyle, who's supposed to side for? Wayne says, CJ Hicks, I'm right with you. Charles Green says, Sonny, Sonny, and Sonny. Craig says, Sonny Styles. JW finally fit the rule. Cardinal Tate and Sonny Styles, he gave me two. Um, Sue says, Ransom and Styles. And Wayne says Noah Rogers. JJ says Jimmy Josh, Mike Hall. JJ Simmons, bro, that's his name. JJ Simmons. Can we call him that without getting yelled at? Uh, I kind of, I kind of rock with that. That's
1: what I'm saying, bro. If you're Jimmy and Josh, bro, your new name's JJ, my guy. We're not even guessing. It's JJ Simmons hey that that's not like a dog on the team like
0: yo we got jj simmons y'all not beating us y'all not beating jj simmons
1: is gonna it's gonna (laughs) neutralize any edge in the big 10 y'all not beating us in the shoes
0: we got jj what you mean jj simmons oh man so um hold on i'm moving my notes okay so no they're still gone where'd they go Ah, well, I'll jump go. in because I have the same
1: notes. Go ahead. <laughs> wouldn't show up. Actually, I'm going to jump off the notes because I meant to type this and I didn't put it on there. Does Lincoln Keenholz
0: play tomorrow? Yes, I believe he does play, especially because the two quarterbacks in front of him have to play significant starting time. So I think they're going to win. Does get he go out, out there and win the battle? Lincoln Keenholz take QB one. Keenholz, the QB1. We're gonna get
1: the the, oh, the, the Keenholz police are gonna be oh, in no. the comments because every time you call him Lincoln Keinholz, <laughs> I'm glad you called him Keinholz because I get self-conscious every time I see the comment where the someone comments every time Q says Keinholz and spells it phonetically to tell us his name is Lincoln keen so i'm glad that i just caught it there and realized that i'm not the one that's been saying it that way so shout out to the keen Holtz police in the (laughs) comment section i corrected q you don't have to i got it
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah we crew self-correct self-correct um i do think we see keen tomorrow um i think he will probably come in late third quarter i think he'll get some time yeah i don't i don't think i think Probably maybe we'll roll these start, the starting competition to early right. third. But I think uh, by that time, he'll be in late third. That's, that's my poll. I think
1: thing. he comes in no earlier than the final six minutes of the game.
0: I mean, we ain't got nobody else in the first two quarterbacks have to play and have to play significantly early.
1: Are yeah, really I think they're going to play for a while.
0: Do you, do you think they're really risking a, a starter late in third quarter? or A potential starter? Do you think we're going to be up that
1: much that you're putting in a true freshman that just got here in the summer? I mean,
0: by hat, bro, we be beating team like this, this Indiana. We, I gave fans. this stat earlier. We've we been be losing at halftime like the last half. four
1: times we started the season on the
0: road. Uh, I mean, yeah, but also those were better teams. Like this Indiana team is. How much is better bad, was Minnesota?
1: Man?
0: Minnesota was decent, at least. Like, fairly See?
1: decent. They had Mo Ibrahim, but then he got hurt, and yeah. Penn State's current third string running back was
0: tearing us up man we also had we also had the carrie combs experiment so that as well so yeah so i mean
1: that leads us into our next question did the buckeyes cover
0: oh mine it wasn't minus 30 now minus 30 30 and a half it went up it was minus 28 um chat let me know do we cover give me a yay or give me a nay we actually have Um, a poll going in the chat asking that very question yeah, yeah so let me know um do we cover i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yes we do cover 30 is a little a little steep but i think i think we do um i think it's gonna be more for indiana just not being able to score and i think we're gonna i don't think we'll be putting up points like we did with cj at quarterback especially early on but I think we do cover. I would love for a defensive touchdown and definitely some turnovers. So that would be nice to see. I, th- I think we do cover. I know Day is going gonna to put on his Dean Smith hat late in the third. But I think the first half is going to be a blitzkrieg. I think the talent of this team is really going to show. I think there's going to be a lot of three and outs for Indiana. And these guys will get significant playing time and time to go out and make plays. And obviously, too, when you start subbing out more of them, this freshman receiver class is going to go eat. I feel so. Um, yeah, the running backs are deep. So no matter who's getting the ball, it's not like oh well, we're not gonna score with him. And it's like, oh shit, like this dude's contending for playing time. So I think we do cover. I think we do. Dirty's
1: a really big line. <laughs> it is it's on the road. It's a conference opponent, and we have a quarterback battle going on. Like I am like slowly preparing myself for the fuckery tomorrow. Biggest goes. Like, they always do. <laughs> like you. Like I've been so like hyped for this game, and like I'm honestly starting to get nervous because it's like, all right, we're one day away from the game. What nonsense could happen? Like I, like I'm trying not to get myself amped up. We're gonna go out there and beat them by thirty because if we go out there and fucking start slow, bro, we
0: start shaking shit off the walls. <laughs> See, now you're gonna call me it, call me a homer per usual. If it was Maryland. Oh worried. my God, here we
1: go, Franklin. Let's hear it, bro. If
0: it was a mid-tier, I, I would be worried because... Bro, if he had Maryland's
1: somebody... offensive coordinator is Josh fucking Gattis, okay, bro. We're
0: telling lies here. Josh Gattis will not be calling <laughs> plays for that offense. They just gave that man a job so he can support his family. <laughs> let's, let's, let's stop right there. Those guys will not be calling plays in Maryland. When they learned in the spring game that it's not going to happen. So <laughs> let's just cancel that. I think, that spring uh, game
1: looked like the first half of nebraska Like, yeah, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watching paint dry is what I was told. So We know that that offense will be fine. But because Indiana's so low tier, I think even with the nerves, the jitters, early in the season, this team's coming out with a lot to prove. I think it's a blitzkrieg very early on.
1: How many more snaps do you think Julian Fleming has than Jaden Ballard
0: tomorrow? That's a good question. Did, wait, did you go, did you, covering, did you say yay yeah, we cover or nay we cover? Well, you didn't answer. Yeah, yeah, which one is it, man? I what didn't you? answer. Yeah, I was I like, oh, we, I don't know if I got an answer out of you. I don't think we cover. You don't think we cover. This, okay. okay, all right. Well, we'll get to our score predictions later and we'll see where you're at and how close we were to covering. Um, Honestly, I think Jaden Ballard will get more snaps. Just because, Man, everything is like, I don't think the starters are going to get crazy amount of snaps. here. I think they'll get some, but I think Jaden Ballard will get more just because they're going to want to see what he can do. They know what Julian does at this point, and he will play later into the game. So I think Jaden Ballard does get more snaps, and we finally get to see what he's capable of. That would be dope
1: to see. I think that <clears throat> that element of speed is something that's been missing from this offense. It is too fast to play here, too fast to play here. Um, so, I mean, we do have a couple more questions, but I mean, we're here at the cover. Let's give the score prediction now.
0: OK, score prediction. I am going to go. Mm, I'm going to go 56 to 10. That's where I'll go, fifty-six
1: to ten. See, maybe I'm—I don't know—I'm way more conservative going into this game because I just do not know what to expect with this rotation, how the play calling is going to go. I have us winning thirty-five to thirteen.
0: Hmm. I could I mean, tell that's a lot still more lies.
1: that's still five that's still five touchdowns. So I'm thinking, you know what I mean uh travion henderson has two touchdowns uh one of the quarterbacks is two another one has one Let's see how it goes but i don't know maybe they run the score up in the uh second half but i'm gonna play
0: conservative here and say they don't cover 35 to 13. uh we got some score prediction i'll go with that um i just think even oh and drop
1: your score prediction in the chat i'll go back through and i'll uh, Write all of these down, and if someone predicts the score exactly right and the correct winner, Q will shave both eyebrows. (laughs) I knew something was coming. (laughs) So Go ahead and drop those score predictions in the chat, and I will make note of those because if someone guesses it perfect, we're going to get ourselves a Dollar Shave Club sponsorship and shave both of Q's eyebrows. With as much as we talk about shaving eyebrows on this show we should absolutely have a sponsorship with some sort of razor company, Dollar Shave Club, Bevel. One of y'all need to get in touch so we can get Hugh's eyebrows lined up yep, and we'll not- be we'll be ready to sell them razors.
0: That's, that is actually a good idea. We'll write down the score predictions, and we're not shaving no eyebrows. But maybe we'll- am I'm, I'm like, I'm so deep down this rabbit hole
1: last night. I'm like, how do you fake shave your eyebrow off? Oh, like, how long does it take for eyebrows to grow back? Because look, I mean, I keep the hat pretty low, as noted. Like, your boy don't be going places too much. Like, I work from home. Like, I might be able to sacrifice an eyebrow, but boys are going to have to come <laughs> correct with that bag for me to fucking shave an eyebrow, like- <laughs> might be i need to take a week off from work if i'm losing an eyebrow so keep that in mind but q's eyebrows are much cheaper if you're able to guess that score prediction we're shaving them without a fucking sponsorship
0: so make sure you drop those make sure you drop (laughs) them score predictions When I don't work from home anymore, how do they get cheaper? I gotta gotta move all the way across the country and then go into the office a few days. Full time,
1: you're bro. You got got a nose ring, bro. They're gonna be like, Look at this guy, I got
0: a nose ring and one eyebrow. What is he? What's this guy do in his spare time? Yes, I gotta go get my nose ring swapped out just, just for work that's already got to go um yeah but um that's a good idea actually i was thinking yeah shaving uh, your eyebrows is a great off, idea off of that off of that all that super chat money that my my liver put on for us last night who gave you all that money last night how do you say his name <laughs> I'm not okay. it out isaac we appreciate you man. You, <laughs> set, you set the record so if anybody if anybody likes us that much the 50 dollars super chat is the record um and hundred and fifty
1: dollars in one show. So if anyone yeah, wants to go ahead and top that. Yeah. Our boy, as as Q called him last night in his, in his drunken stupor, <laughs> Isaac. <Yeah.
0: laughs> Sounds more more biblical. Bro,
1: you it was like it was seriously like that episode of Key and Pill last night. You were out here like Aaron, that double A was throwing you <laughs> off. This man said I oh, say
0: in the blender. I do get bad with names and words when I when I drink that. That is true. Also, too, I asked him last night. Okay, obviously the drunk show was a lot of fun um casual so i asked ron and uh mike and the gang would y'all like to see a a casual drinking show where we drink and just talk ball every maybe month two months let me know your feedback on that because i think it would be a good idea i think it should be fun to kick it hang out um, we'll find a day during the week uh late in the week where happy hours come up and things like that and chill out with y'all so let, let me know if what? you like that we have a lot of new people around here these days, and they may not
1: have been around for the origins of BDMG in the best damn space and don't remember Tito's cam grants. Tito Tito. And, I mean, when I talk about legendary on the microphone, I fucking put <laughs> your best sports commentator, rapper, Whoever the fuck you want in front of a microphone, and Cam is watching them. Stephen A. Smith, I don't give your favorite fucking battle rapper. Cam and a bottle of Tito's is undefeated on the microphone. So if we bring Tito's Cam back onto a fucking platform near you, I mean, everybody's gonna be quitting their job. We might be giving away the double R's at the. fucking thanksgiving party we might not even wait till the christmas party
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man nothing we're getting some yes Sue says yes draw says yes wayne you're right i don't want to drink that much i will probably go a mixed drink for for uh for a drug show. we're not going to do shots we'll do, we'll do some mixed drinks and and get our way there a little more casually so um yeah but um let me know i think it'd be a cool idea but getting back to the to the, to the football um yeah i just think it's going to be a blitz creek early we got some score predictions. So let me read those off right now and let's see where everybody is at. So <coughs> sorry, sorry. No. Wayne had the first one 38 14 Buckeyes. Charles Green 44 3. That's i uh, hey, I'm I am all on board for that. GOJ gave his gave his uh halves. He said 24 3 at half, 49 10 for the final. Frank 38 to 6. Devin Jackson says 45-17. I will be okay with the 45. I will hope to keep that 17 to like 10. I think that's a lot, but never know. No, still not a bad score. Sue says 56-24. I think they let the quarterbacks rip it. I would love to see it. I will sacrifice points to actually let the quarterbacks not be Dean Smith and actually go out there and throw the ball. Um, Dylan says 52-10. to 10. I'm on board with that. I think we score 56, so we're close. And J.W. has won 56 to 6. See, talk about me. Look, look at these scoring for them, 56 to 6. I'm on board. Let's ride. Um, Travis says 4813. Travis, who also gave the first super chat on the channel. Didn't forget. Appreciate you. And I think that. Oh, Rick Brick. Is that your real name? Uh, that would be that would be tough. That's your, that's your real name. I'm not gonna hold you. You should play middle linebacker. 45 to 24 Buckeyes, of course. And Ben Higgins, 45 to 10 Bucks. Let's roll. Man, we got a lot of candidates for an eyebrow loss yeah, here. Not, no, we just got plenty lot. of options here. And if Take you think about out. it, the
1: more predictions we get, the more people watching the show, the more likely we are to shave an eyebrow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cute we'll have uh we'll have ron buy another one of those hats that he has on his head and mail it out with all that super chat money my, my, <laughs> my liver earned yesterday we'll, we'll go with that <laughs> oh man I'm saying, um, you're
1: gonna need you're gonna need a hat
0: like this we're both gonna be the red hat crew when you have to cover your eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> oh man so we got two more questions um here we go ron answer this do the buckeyes name a new starter? by next weekend i don't know about the buckeyes but your boy ron james will be on bleacher report immediately after the game
1: ready to name a oh, starter God. like i need i need three quarters evaluation hall of fame twitter coach i'll have my gold jacket on on saturday and i'm gonna name a fucking starter
0: so if ryan day is not ready to ron james will be ready to i'll tell you that yeah and G O J. I see you said love your liver people i don't drink but when i drink i drink so I don't casually, don't grab a beer, nothing like that. So my liver is in good shape. I save it for moments like last night. So this, we really This good nigga together. Q said, I drink
1: irresponsibly. If I'm going to put <laughs> liquor to my lips, I'm <laughs> yeah. blacking out. I don't if do I- casual drinking. There's nothing casual about my drinking.
0: Don't <laughs> no casual drink. When I drink, I drink. It is what it is. Um, okay. I do not think we name start. Even though Ron will name one, I think it's going to be a few. Wait, wait, we
1: got to pause here. This man's real name is Ricky Bricky. He sounds like a Brooklyn drill rapper, bro. Do you (laughs) rap? Like, I got to get this man in touch with a producer, because if we get him a ghostwriter, I think we're getting, bro, a deal off his name alone. Ricky Bricky, bro.
0: Bro, yeah. Tell me that don't sound like the head of the
1: gang in Brooklyn, like. (laughs) i think we got the next pop smoke He
0: might have to do do some commercials for us yeah that's
1: what i'm saying we might need to get ricky bricky on the fucking instrumental on the intro (laughs) (laughs) oh man that is a great name that's a hall of fame name right (laughs) there (laughs) so we do have two more questions q or no, we do. Do the Buckeyes name a starter? I don't do think you we think? name one
0: by next week. I don't think we're going to get one until the Notre Dame game. So I think it's going to be three weeks before we get a three real weeks starter.
1: before we get an official starter. Yeah. That's well, where I would go. that leaves us with one more question. MVP
0: of the game. It's easy yeah. one for me. I'll throw it to the chat. Um, who you think's gonna be MP of the game tomorrow? Who's gonna perform? Ron, you say you had an easy one, so you go first while I think about Tommy
1: it. Tommy fucking Eichenberg, bro. Yeah. We have a Heisman candidate, a linebacker out there, and we're playing a, a low, low level bottom feeder, uh, Big Ten team. I think Tommy Eichenberg is gonna be fucking rattling skulls tomorrow inside their helmets. Like Tommy's gonna be out there predicting plays. I don't think that their uh offense is gonna be able to confuse Tommy too much. I think he's gonna uh captain that defense to uh, a big game like I mean I my score prediction was we only give up 13 so I mean two field goals and a touchdown and I think the touchdown probably comes late um I'm excited I think Tommy
0: captains our defense to a big game tomorrow um I'm gonna go offense defense to make it more fun so think about your offense one um and chat again give me yours offense and I wouldn't really call it the MVP because <laughs> I think we're just going to cook. But uh, but um I think Carnell Tate will be the guy people are talking about coming out of the game tomorrow. I think going to be Carnell Tate. I think he's going to make some plays. I think he'll be the guy we're talking about offensively after the game tomorrow. Um, Defensively... You want to say it. You, you ran
1: through every player on the team and he was like, Yeah, Tommy was a good pick. Nah, that's not, <laughs> not I've seen you thinking um, about it. <laughs> I
0: it's just it's so many guys. There's so many guys I'm excited to play. I think the guy we're gonna walk out, I think I think it'll just be Ig man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go solid Ig Igbenosa. I think he'll be the guy we're talking about. Like, wow, that was a great pickup in the offseason. My other, if it was not him, I would say Kenyatta Jackson. So it'll probably one of those two. I think it will make names for themselves tomorrow. But I think Iguinosa will be solid. He'll be a guy that we, like, forgot he played because it was just nothing going on on that side. And I was like, wait, wait, it doesn't get, <laughs> get tested. So big predictions for him. Cardinal Tano offense, that's my two. Go ahead, Ron. So, I mean,
1: you guys think I'm joking. I've said this on multiple episodes. We're sending two people to New York. We're sending Travion Henderson and Tommy Eichenberg I think Trey's gonna have a big day tomorrow um I know it's gonna be all about the quarterbacks but this dude sounds like a man on a mission right now he seems healthy he seems confident and I feel like he feels like he has something to prove and I think he's gonna go out there and do that week in and week out and I think tomorrow will be the start of it so um uh, when we gave the score predictions I said I think we have two rushing touchdowns I think Trey has both of them. Um, if either one of the quarterbacks struggle early, I feel like they're going to lean on the running back, and it's going to turn into the Trey show. And People are going to remember why he was the number one back in his class. He's probably – uh, unless there's someone that didn't make it out to the league, um, I would imagine he's the highest rated back in all of college football as far as coming in from a recruiting ranking. So I expect Trey to really live up to the guy that everyone expected him to be uh, having a healthy
0: year, and I think he's going to start that tomorrow. Yeah, and um, let me go to the chat. I seen Sue early with the Marvin Harrison Jr. Didn't I forget he was on the team? I just don't – I only think he's going to play, like, maybe a quarter, a quarter and a half, and they're going to get him about it of there. Cause I feel like they're going to have him in bubble wrap early this season. Yeah, just why risk it if, if it is the blowout we think it is? So uh, I think it's going to be – Um. so we got Marvin Jr. G.O.J. Green's with you. Tommy D. I mean, Tommy – not Tommy D. Tommy on defense and the O-line as a unit on offense. Tommy D. Good Lord. Charles Green. It came out so smooth, too. Like, that's his real name. Igbenosan is what Charles Green says. Uh, Let me see. Got other ones in here. There we go. Um, Posh is with Sue, Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, Charles Green also says Trey. My guy Easy says Trey. Um, We got more. And Posh is McCord, maybe? Uh, Hey, man. Go, Go get that starting job. Go get it. So, um, yeah, that's all player predictions. I think that's all we have for the most part.
1: Yeah, we got a couple questions here that I starred for the end of the show. Shout out to Ballgame, who asked for mm-hmm. score predictions. We obviously answered that one already, but we did put that to the side for you. So shout out to you for dropping 56-10. that in there. And then our guy, Wayne, over under number of players on the injured list before. The game. <laughs> that's a great question because we'd be having no clue. Scholarship uh,
0: players. We're counting scholarship players. I'm guessing four. Let's go four. Let's go four and a half is the line. Are we going over or the under?
1: Scholarship players injured on Saturday. Oh,
0: available list.
1: You're gonna have Court Williams on there for sure. Come on. I think you're gonna have one guy on the defensive line. I feel like you're gonna hear about at least one in the secondary that's banged up that we don't know about and one on offense that we don't know about. So what's that, four?
0: It's about about four. So I'd put the
1: line at four and a half and take the under. As far as
0: scholarship players, yeah, I'm going to go with under. The line is at four and a half, scholarship players. I'm going to go over. I'm probably say it's probably going to be like five or six because there always is. is Nobody gets hurt, and they still make the unavailable list. So... Um, I would go over because somehow, some way, they just find a way to get on that list. It's like COVID protocols. Yeah, it's like they're, they're off like lottery. COVID. Oh man, but yeah, man, and Charles says over, Sue says over, so I'm with, I think at least be probably five or six. But yeah, I think that's everything we got. So, Ron, uh, Ron plug the weekend. What we got going on? We have a new show launching
1: tomorrow. Your boy got to get on the graphics because I have not started. That. <laughs> but, yes, we have a new show launching tomorrow. We are going to be doing a college football pregame show from 10 in the morning till 1130, taking you right up to that noon kickoff. I don't know if you guys were around for us in the spaces last year, but I used to run a college football pregame space every Saturday morning. So we are bringing that to the YouTube channel. Me and Q will be here. We'll be joined with special guests. Haven't locked all of those in, but we definitely will have some surprises there on that show. So make sure you tune in tomorrow to get your day started for the college football. I have my postgame immediate reaction on Bleacher Report right after the game, so make sure you have that app downloaded and tune into that. And then the whole gang gets together on Sunday for Buckeye BS at 10 a.m. with our guys Mike and Cam. Q. Tell the people where they can find you.
0: Well, if you somehow missed yesterday, we did save the program with Big Chris Drew came in, putting a solid performance per usual fun show. So make sure you check that out if you missed it. Um, yeah, if you want to find me, man, City Boy Quentin on Twitter. I ain't hard to find. Uh, there's a tweet last night that may not make sense, so my bad on that one. Um, Flying it Johnson on Instagram. I talk movies. I know Equalizer comes out this weekend, so minor league films on both TikTok and YouTube. And I'm here. Every, single every so week. That's so cute that you think that
1: you're gonna get to watch movies during this college football weekend. <laughs> I got to figure out what I'm gonna watch. That's Equalizer. adorable. It's, it's not happening. So. <laughs> Everybody else is gonna be just like Q not watching movies because there's college football on college football on college football tomorrow. I'm sure we're gonna see you in various places. If you did not see State of the Program, make sure you tap in. If you did watch it, share it with a friend and show everybody how much of a lightweight the boy Q is. He was sitting down yeah. twenty minutes, twenty twenty-eight minutes in <laughs> drinking shots yeah, of rumple yeah. Mints.
0: Y'all realize by that, time, I was probably like nine shots in already, so I don't
1: want to hear it. Oh, man. The don't want to hear it. The, the season is here. The Buckeyes play football tomorrow. I hope to see you here for the college football pregame show and here every week, Monday through Friday, for the Buckeye roast at 8 a.m. We appreciate you, morning game. Your boy Ron is off work. Your boy Q doesn't work, so it is the weekend <laughs> for us. Go, is that not true?
0: I'm in a job transition. <laughs> yeah, this, this is my living. It's coming here. I just do podcasts and live in this nice house. It's just what I do. Oh, man. <laughs> full-time <laughs> podcaster. He's the only full-time, full-time employee of BDMG. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wish, I wish I could do it for a living. Be cool. <laughs> Rolls Royce coming soon. Don't you worry. We ain't made it yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Have a nice weekend. Appreciate you guys pulling up for the Buckeye Rose. Like the video. Like that video.